Hi, uh, welcome to the show. Um, once again, this is part two of the interview. Um, for the audience out there, can you introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Nicolas Krischi. Um, I'm living in Germany and I'm doing um, a part-time company, uh, or indie game company called Part-Time Indie, and I'm working on the game called Will Glow the Wisp. Okay, and right what, where's a website where they can check out the game? That's www.parttimeindie.com. Great. All one word. And I think last time we ended off on just ways to get into the top 1% and even ways that I can improve this podcast, which mm -hmm. I know for maybe people, they don't really care, but it's, <laughs> I know, well, I think it's useful because look, anything that I can do, because this is like my volunteer time and yeah. I think I want to make it as effective as possible. So anything I can do to either help other developers on their way up or mm -hmm. just, just improve becoming a better resource for developers would be good. And I, and I, I just remember, and you may not have heard about it, but on the, on the show, it says this is like a 10 year, we just had our 10 year anniversary. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's crazy. And so I was like, you know, it's funny. I remember when someone said, Hey, why don't you focus more on technical stuff? And I ignored it. And, and yet now I can see the value of focusing more on the technical stuff rather than the specific game. Even even for your game or whatever, now now everyone's using Unity, but you know, back mm. in the day people would homebrew their own stuff, right? And yeah. and um but anyway, so we were we ended off on you saying that, you know, you like Lost Cast podcast because they're not in the top one percent, but they make a living. Yes. But I, I thought their their previous their most recent game didn't do as well, and so they yeah, were complaining that, about that. At least yeah, from what that, I listened to. Yeah, know. yeah, they, 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 so, um, they basically did the last game, I think, did okay for them. I don't know, like, yeah. not great, like they, I think, I think they can make a living with that, but not great. And the game they just released in, like, in early access, that didn't good. Like, I looked, like, I don't know if I, you can t trust Steam Spy, but yeah. I looked at Steam Spy <laughs> and it's like, it's actually kind of bad for them. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> And see, that's that's why I feel like talking about your game on these podcasts is not a good idea, because dude, you get pity sales. If you get look here, here's you know, because I was just thinking about this um, during the little break, and mm -hmm. what I realized, I don't know if you've heard of Crossy Roads. Yes, I heard of it. Yeah. I think if they would have showed indie developers Crossy Roads, I don't think they would really have gotten a good no. response because first of all, it's um, it's free to play, hmm. and it's not maybe a stuff, you know, it, it, look, it worked. So I think, but then they went to, to the game developers conference. They gave a, a, an, mm -hmm. a, a talk on it and they yeah. talked about how they got $10 million in 90 days or yeah. something. And that mm -hmm. was amazing. But dude, to actually get the traction, they had to go through PewDiePie and all these other people yeah. rather than the, the, the game design community. It's like literally like if you think about it for movie developer movie makers if they tried to get feedback from other you know what you mm. can sometimes do that from your small community but i think showing it to trying to get a movie movie developer or you know other movie makers to actually buy your movie or, or watch it mm. or, or give it accolades before it actually makes success to the to your general population might be detrimental so i think the best approach is to actually make a game and if you need mm -hmm. to share it with your small, close game development community that you have, not not something general, but mm -hmm. 
But then after, if you get success, then fine. Talk about it in a talk or talk about it at GDC or something. But then again, that's different than your Reddit approach. So what, what do you suggest yeah. is best? Yeah, I think, um, I think, um, it's not, um, exclusive. Like you can, okay. like if you, if the, the guy from Crossy Roads, yeah, would have done a podcast and talking about their game, I don't think you can expect your podcast or any like, um, small amount of, um, if you're doing like really technical stuff or, Anything that it will um, help you directly in sales a lot. Yeah. But what yeah. will give you like I see that in the um, in the lost the, um, lost cast community, they actually get a good amount of people that give them good feedback. Okay. I think like Do I think that's think, but really then you helpful. Look at the results of the last game. Yeah, yeah, but they did not release it yet. <laughs> like early access is not a. Release. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Okay, that's a good point. Early access is like um like I don't know, and they. They also didn't do a great. I think they still have a good shot at doing. I at least I hope for them. Okay. Um, but um, I think they still have a good shot of um, when once they released that they um, will get better seen. But I'm not sure how it works exactly <laughs> on Steam with early access. But I didn't even see it um, in the in the front page. You know, that's that's the one other thing I totally remember is just getting bad feedback because you get mm. game developer feedback and it's like. Because like you said, the Lost Cast community, and they're just thinking about it from a completely different way than what res- what resonates with the actual audience. That might be true, yeah. That might be true. I- I'm not in their shoes, so I cannot really tell you that. Yeah, and you know, but- to be fair, though, Tig Source was where Minecraft was released, and Minecraft is yeah. one of the biggest indie games of all time. So it isn't as if <laughs> going through the, through the indie community is going to be toxic. Obviously, Tig Source is pretty indie as a forum, and... And Minecraft really? did well, you know. So. I don't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I probably should. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess it is an interesting approach. And and for you, how is Reddit? You said you you liked Reddit in terms of feedback. Yeah. The the thing is, like I'm like um, I'm doing a week, not a weekly, but like I try to do it weekly, but I don't always have stuff to talk about. Um, development update. Oh yeah. Um, on YouTube. And, oh yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So um, I I post that to Twitter, to Facebook, to um, to Reddit, <laughs> and uh, the most responsive the most responses I get like I think I get more views from YouTube itself, and I get other stuff. But um, the people talk to me the most on Reddit. Let's put it yeah. like this. And so you, I think that's really helpful. Do you post in the game development forum, or do you post on other things? Um, I'm usually posting on, oh god, I, now I need to think about this. I'm posting on the game, I, I think the indie games and the game development. I started, um, with more stuff, but then I figured it's just not worth it. And then depending on what I do, like I, I posted some GIFs and stuff on Reddit, which actually got some good responses and also a lot of talk. And then I, am um, also contacted Let's Players via Reddit. It was the one thing that worked for me. I I try to send out emails. I have a huge um, list of all the YouTubers, or not oh, of yeah. all of them, but a lot of them. Yeah. I found it somewhere in the internet, and I did. Um, I sent out an email um, with the link to the alpha version and explanation of stuff, and like a, like basically almost a press release email. Yeah. And I got zero response. <laughs> okay. And um, then I posted on Reddit um, in the Let's Play, like on is it called forum on Reddit? I don't know. Oh, Reddit. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Subreddit, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how it's um yeah, but um I, I asked them how to contact um them better and 
um, that thread actually got a lot of traction. It had like 40 comments in the end, and I, I actually got only very small channels, but at least some channels um, yeah, are, that's, that's are playing the game. Yeah, um, I'm playing the game. Yeah, and and that's a good start. So yeah, um, yeah. So so Reddit seems like the thing. And you know what? At by the way, people listening to this podcast in the future, it changes, right? Like for example, IndieDB. I don't know if if you found a lot of success with IndieDB, but I know like in past years, sometimes people mm-hmm. have actually gotten more exposure through IndieDB than than other forums. I also post on IndieDB. And I'm, I just like their site a lot, to be honest. Yeah. I think it's great. They have everything you need. I actually think you wouldn't even need a homepage at all because like it's really good structured and it's giving you some, um, um it's giving you some, um, um, exposure as well. But, um, as I said, it's like not like on IndieDB, I got like, um, a couple of people talking to me. And I feel like I get a, um, a small amount of downloads and visibility I also get. Like, yeah. I can actually look at the statistics I have. What? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, where is it? The overall statistics? Uh, like, ah, 902 visits, um, with IndieDB. It's not, like, huge, but, like, whatever. <laughs> it's almost what, nothing. What, is, what does that mean, 902 wizards? Like, uh, no, it's just I think times that different IP addresses called. Oh, the page. okay, okay, okay. Cool. At least that's what I think. I don't know, and but like I think IndieDB is not that big as people make made it out to be because like yesterday, um, it also gives you a rank, um, how popular your website is on or how popular your game is on IndieDB, and every time I publish something, I'm in the top top two hundred maybe, and then it drops off like. Right now I'm 2,606 of 43,000 and I have a total of, of 902 visitors. So you can see I have two today and that's why I'm not lower, but that's like crazy. Like that's nothing almost. Okay. Um, compared to what you want to get, the audience you want to get in the end. So I think IndieDB is not that big, but I like the site and so I post there. It's, I actually think it's really good. Yeah. And, and I think, um, yeah, so so I think, and also I think on Reddit they actually have in the game dev forum they have like feedback Friday or something like mm-hmm. that and screenshot Saturday, right? And yeah, yeah, I, yeah, screenshot Saturday I do on Twitter though. I I don't know that's also on Reddit, right? Yeah, but it's so much stuff. <laughs> There's also each IO. Do you have experience with that? I've heard of it. I don't I don't have much experience with it. I actually think about posting maybe uh, another update of the game there because it looks like I you looked at it yesterday. It looks really really nice, and it seems like there's an active community um, testing out oh, yeah. really really like um, rough games, to, like even game jam games <laughs> and stuff. And so uh, maybe I can get um, some more people there. So maybe that's the next big thing. I heard that on Lost Decade uh, on the Lost Cast. <laughs> yeah, and and I think you. And other people, other listeners. I mean, mm-hmm. it seems like you can even literally, literally start your own community or start a site that just helps the whole indie scene and, in a way, promote your own games. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, I think because because marketing is a huge part of it, and mm-hmm. and just doing what everyone does in terms of marketing can be very difficult. Yeah. Um, yeah, for just, me, it's yeah. Go ahead. It's really difficult to market the game. Like I, it's actually. Um, weird for me that to see that uh, the small let's players I told you about, yeah, 
they actually have almost no views on their YouTube videos. I don't know why. My my YouTube videos have more views than theirs. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it is. But I, but sometimes they get know. they get picked up by bigger things. It's kind of like you start out in the little leagues, mm-hmm. and then you do it well, and then you get picked up. But but yeah, yeah, look, you have to shock. Look, the way it works is that if you want people to cover you, you have to give them what the currency is for them, right? If mm. they're going to cover you, if if they can get a million more views by covering your game, they're going to do that. Yeah, I think the issue, the issue is, is that most developers are like, please cover me without giving them a good reason to cover them. Like, if, yeah, if they're going to lose subscribers by covering you, they're not going to yeah. cover you. Yeah, obviously not, but what is the good reason? Like, the, yeah. like I think the, the, the correct approach, which all the people always tell you, but you, like, it's so much work that I don't know how many people are doing it. I, <laughs> I should have done it. Yeah. But you really need to go through each channel, look at the channel, figure out the reasons why it is good for this specific channel and then write them. Yeah. But that's like, like I wrote, like I wrote 250 people. Yeah. Like doing that for 250 people. And that's just the bigger YouTubers doing that for 250 people. just seems crazy to me. Wait, so you did, you did individual messages for 250 people. No, I didn't. I should have done. I should have done. Because look, when I saw your message, I was like, okay, this is actually legit. Versus, mm. ver- because it was actually sounded like a real human being. Versus, yeah. like when everyone is sending, like, "Hey, we just released this game. Check it out here." To, you know, like you're not gonna, yeah, yeah. it's not gonna work unless you have an exceptional game that everyone's heard of. And mm. you know, unless I'm like really desperate for interviewers, and and it True. and that can happen. But when yeah. you're like, if you're trying to get PewDiePie's attention, I mean, come on. Mm. Either you know the per- on, either you know PewDiePie and he kind of checks out your stuff already. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Or, or you have to find a new way to stand out. And that way, like, for example, even the, um, Crossy Roads people, one of those guys did 420 Blaze It or Game of the Year, one of these other games that PewDiePie knew about. And maybe that's how he got exposure to. So it's, yeah. it's being involved and engaged around the community that you yeah. want to also kind of play yeah. your games. It's true. I, I just think it's like, the amount of work it takes to market the game is just crazy. If you think about it, it like that, and you know what, you better be have just, a good uh, game too. It's not enough yeah. that you that write everyone individually. You better have a good oh. game. And yeah, maybe not. Like, did you hear about what is it called? Mime run. Meme run. <laughs> run. Yeah. I, come, come on. Yeah, like you interviewed the guy, right? <laughs> ah, you ah, you interviewed him. See, I I knew I heard it somewhere. <laughs> I actually think I actually think I checked the game out. And I actually think he's he spent his time well on marketing, but I don't think that the game is great. Okay, you're right. You know, but he understood that you. Oh, did you listen to that podcast? Or, or did, yes, what, did I listened you, to the podcast. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because the thing is, though, he he knew how to leverage the YouTube yes, community. He did because you know it what? Was. They're just looking for views. If they get a hundred thousand views, that's two hundred dollars yes. for them, right? True. So, and you know but what? That was crazy, and honestly, yeah. to be fair, they don't care about the game. <laughs> If they, they if they can't if it doesn't provide entertainment to their audience, like if mm-hmm. the game isn't either funny enough or they can't make funny commentary about it, no one's gonna watch it. Unless they've <laughs> unless they people already heard about the game. Like, mm. you know, like you look at what's popular recently, like Tube Tycoon, mm-hmm. where you're like a let's play personality. Like there's a game where yeah. you're like a let's play person and you play Yeah, it. I thought it on yeah, it. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I feel like you have to understand how, why they're going to cover you, hmm. you know? And in my case, I'm just, 
this is my volunteer time and I just enjoy talking to other developers just to first of all bounce ideas off of them. But mm -hmm. since I'm not doing any marketing and I don't care, like, you know, I'm not selling any ads or whatever, or, you know, like how are you, how are you getting exposure for your games? Um, I'm doing, well, first of all, I, you, if you get in early on a platform, mm -hmm. right? Like if I started early on mobile before mobile was successful, then boom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, obviously. Then you get, and so you can ride that. If you have one, because I like to do multiplayer games. Mm -hmm. So if you do, if you first, okay, so there's, there's a couple of ways. One is you get in early on a platform and you do it right. Then you're there early, then boom, you'll get to mm -hmm. the top. And, and I've had a game that was actually at the top of Android. It was like in the top 10 of games. Nice. What was the game? Um, <laughs> I don't know if I want to talk about it here. <laughs> ah, okay. It, it was, no, no, actually, you know what? I, I'm trying different, th different things in my life. So I'm going to, I'm going to just say, you know what? It was a zoo MMO. So basically, it, yeah, it was a zoo MMO. You can, it, it's, it was highly ranked and, mm -hmm. and it did, and it was, it got good ratings and it was, and it got to the top. But I also worked with another developer who okay. did their own game. And they be, mm -hmm. they got number one on Android. We cross promoted wow. each other. Oh wow! So so when he was number one, he promoted my game, and I was like number eight, and I promoted his game, and so it worked out. That's crazy. Um, yeah. But that's how we. And plus, we bet on Android when no one thought Android mm -hmm. was even there, like it even oh, okay. had a chance. And so, so that's you one way. Were, you were really early then. Yeah, exactly. So that's okay. that's definitely one way is to get in mm -hmm. early, but you have to be prepared and you have to do a good yeah. job. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's where I messed up is that sometimes I would get in early, but I didn't always do a good job. And you mm -hmm. have to. So, <clears throat> so that's one way to promote it. The other way is, you know, when you're early on a space, people want to review stuff. People, you know, like in VR, you talked about VR. Guess what? Yeah. Now there's okay. like all these people trying to check out VR, cover VR, review VR. Mm. They're looking for stuff. If it's you true, have, yeah. If you have content on there, you have a potential to get considered, provided it's mm. good. It can't be crap. Yeah. I mean, it can be crap, actually, and people will consider it, but it's not going to mm. be long-term. That's <laughs> true. And and so I think I think that's one way. I think the other way is, and this is what I was going to mention, is that I, I remember this one guy he said he put like $100,000 on his credit card to actually finish his game, okay? Or even <laughs> more. He spent like $200,000 to develop his game. He hired people, whatever. How can whatever. you put that much on your credit card? I know. I, I was like, holy cow. But we <laughs> talked about this in, in another podcast. And I was like, but he said, you know what he did? Every day, because he invested so much money every day, mm -hmm. he would contact, he would write email, personal customized emails to all media. Every day. Every day, a little, because dude, he said I had, he said that he had other people working for him. And because he was in that deep and that he wanted mm. to at least deliver to the people who helped him out, he yeah. emailed those people. And then I don't know how, but I think like he, he sent like 3,000 messages. Maybe look, I'm paraphrasing, but yeah, it was yeah. a lot customized. Crazy. And finally, whatever it was, but it helped. Mm. So his game mm. finally earned 500,000 or, or more. Mm. And right. So that's good for him. Yeah, <laughs> that's so really he good. made it back, and I was like, "Wow, you know what? It was the marketing. If he would not have mm -hmm. done that marketing, he would not have exposed. And he put it on Steam, right? And and that's the only way it made its money back. And mm. yeah, that's so, true. Yeah, dude. So I think that's part of it is that you have to be the champion for your game. 
if you're not, look, I have fears. Like, you know, I haven't told you, look, people have fears. You may not want to put yourself out there. You may not want to even put yourself on video. You may not, look, I'm not talking about you specifically, but look, people may not want to put themselves out there. They don't want to invest the money necessarily to to do, look, we have fears. We don't want to take risks. We want, right. And, and some, some younger, younger, I think as, once you're younger, maybe you don't have fears and you can just go out and do stuff. Like the meme run guy, he didn't care. <laughs> That's so crazy. For me, yeah, for me, that was so crazy. That entire story was so crazy. Too. Dude, it really, is, it you was... know it was actually pulled off the app store. <laughs> like, no, they why? the game. <laughs> why? And because you know, it was he, so much... I was, didn't know that. Yeah, That's I think crazy. it was because of some copyright violation or whatever. But look, okay. the point is he didn't care. Okay, yeah. and he could put up with getting like getting copyright violations, getting pulled off the app store, <laughs> off the <laughs> off the eShop or whatever it is, getting people assaulting you, you know, threatening you, yeah. um, you know, people threatening you, people about to kill you, people pointing pointing um mm-hmm. insults at look. So we all have fears. Like you know what? <laughs> if I had to wake up every day. And people are saying, you know, you've destroyed humanity with this game. And I don't think I can handle that now. I could not handle it. Okay. I cannot, I cannot handle it if people, if people say something slightly bad. Exactly. It. And that's I, the difference between I'm the winners sure. and the losers, right? And basically yeah. the winners are willing to go through, you know, and, and you know, the real winners have a compass on what they have some kind of cost standards, you know, like they at least yeah. understand that, you know what, they can't be like trolling. Mm. <laughs> and long term make it work but look the point is that listeners in this in, here they have fears and if you can't overcome those fears whatever they are like for example you know what mm-hmm. I didn't want to do video okay I didn't want to put myself on video I don't want to get uh, you know like like I'm like what the hell like why do I have to be on video but look yeah. I put myself on video I, as part of now my game marketing, YouTube is there, right? Or even Twitch. That's what I was going to ask you is, do you have a Twitch stream or whatever? But, I, but these are I things that, it, that people who, who embrace them early on, they mm. can get exposure. They can get marketing. But I understand for people who are doing game development and their only feedback is through a forum, to put yourself mm. on Twitch to get maybe judged or even just on how you look and whatever, people don't want to do that necessarily. Uh, I I have have less problems with that, but my problem was like I, I'm not sure if the internet connection is doing it, and then um, my, the PC I'm working on is not that strong, so yeah. it also takes a little bit um, of that stuff up, and I'm not. Like, yeah, I, I, well, I, I look, probably should if, have tried it again, <laughs> but I didn't. Look, what if you have a community? You know, like for example, the the audience that I usually cater to is definitely not the audience of of indie developers who don't care maybe of how yeah. you look, but. What happens when you are catering to a community that they're like they get scared if they see you, yeah. you know, because you're not you're not like them. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know like look if I'm if I'm catering to kids or soccer moms or whoever, like what, you know, like I don't know, I don't I don't know how what that could go. Then? But look, even like, the fear of rejection is look mm-hmm. that's this is what stops people from winning. It's not all of it, and I think no, I think. It's just, look, this is another dimension. And you haven't heard this podcast yet, and it'll come out soon. But I talked about, I talked to this one guy who, he was asking me, what is that thing that can make you succeed? And I talked about how actually it comes from, there, there's this famous marketer called Jay Abraham. 
and mm-hmm. I think I've spent like five or ten thousand dollars on his marketing material already. Wow! It's a, it's he's a good marketer, and he talks mm-hmm. about this concept of the power Parthenon, and mm-hmm. it's like you can't just use one dimension to promote your game. Most people they're like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to make a game, and that's it. Build yeah. it, and they'll come. What he said is that there's 50 different dimensions of your business that you have to consider. And just mm-hmm. like the Parthenon, and I think it's in Rome or Greece. I don't know where it is. I don't, do you know where it is? Like, I, hang on, let me. I, I don't know. No. Okay, but it's this structure that's been there for thousands of years or something. Uh, ah, the, what was it again? The, the Parthenon? Uh, no, I, okay. I don't. <laughs> I but, think it, I don't know what it means in German. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's the, it's the, it's the, it's in Greece. Let me, hang on, let me bring uh, it up. Ah, yeah. Yeah, I know what It's like 40 pillars or something. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. He mentions that that's how you have to view your business. Like, (laughs) the reason why it's growing, it's the the Parthenon um, in in Greece, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Basically, he mentions that there's like 40 different, you know, 40 different pillars or whatever it is, and that's how your business needs to be. And if you don't have 40 pillars, what happens is most people, they just have one trick that works, and Mm -hmm. then once that trick stops, that's it, their business is gone. And mm-hmm. he said that if you build this pillar thing, then mm-hmm. then you can sure. actually then if one thing one pillar falls, it still stands up, and that's why yeah. that structure stood up for two thousand years or, or longer, or whatever yeah. it is. It's been a while, yeah. but um, and so the trick is for a lot of developers is to understand all those different dimensions. For that guy that I mentioned that spent like got two hundred thousand dollars on his game and yeah. made it back, which is amazing. You know, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it wasn't a multiplayer <laughs> game, by the way. He he made mm-hmm. a single-player side-scrolling game, and he made it back. And yeah. it's because I, he did. He contacted three thousand people. That's a different dimension. Maybe he marketed it on Steam. That's one pillar, but he contacted yeah. three thousand different whatever it was. Like he contacted a lot of people. I'm, maybe I'm exaggerating yeah. with three thousand. Yeah, it it doesn't really matter. But I think the the point is really that you the the marketing side like. It's really, really a lot of effort, and I'm yeah, and distribution. I'm yeah, yeah. Dis- but the distribution part is actually like kind of figured out by now. Like yeah, now well, it is, now it is. Whereas before, look, now yeah. you have Steam, now you have App Store, where yeah. people will trust them, right? If you're yeah. a random website, just think about even ten years or seven years ago or eight years ago, you're yeah. a random website, and you're asking people for their credit card. Okay, some yeah. people might, but a lot of people won't. Won't. Whereas yeah. With the App Store, that's why, look, you look at the App Store and people trust Apple or they trust mm. Google, right? And so they're, and implicitly you get trust by going through them. Mm. So, and same with Steam, right? Like, yeah, so I think, I think people don't recognize all these different dimensions. And that's why I'm like, look, to, cons- to get into the top 1%, you have to consider everything. And not only that, yeah. you have to consider what's going to happen next. Like yeah. for example, I, esports and which is already happening, but even indie esports on how mm-hmm. what's what does that mean? You know, what what can indie esports be? Because it can't be you compete, com, you know, c- coming up with a game similar to League of Legends because that's already yeah, been yeah. done and they mm-hmm. do it really well. And and so, what are going to be potential? That could even change what happens with indie games, where the game is just half the, which is already happening. Where we see with the mm. let's play experiences, the game is like it's it's only part of it. If that mm. game isn't built so that people can laugh while they're watching it, no one's going to cover it, and it won't be successful. Look at Goat Simulator. Yeah, but, 
Yeah, but it, but I think it's like different for every game. Like yeah, it is. Like yeah. there's there's also another approach. I think that like you can either um, cater your game to the let's players directly, <laughs> yeah. but that's basically just one of the pillars you were talking about. But yeah. you might as well just say, well, maybe it does not lend itself as great to let's players. I just um, yeah, um, get the get the press really excited because I don't know, like. That's not for indies, but like I make great graphics or something like that. Yeah. Or um, or maybe just that's what is um really special for indies. It's just a really new thing, and even though it might not be the best to um to do as a let's play because it's a little bit complicated, people are so interested in it that they still will cover it. So I think it's yeah, it's but, really but different you bring because up a good point is that there are different pillars that come up. Let's play wasn't even a pillar that was available three years yeah. ago or four years ago, right? Like it wasn't. Or it wasn't understood four or five years ago. Now it's a, it could be a potentially huge thing for certain games. Not all games, like you said. Mm. But there are pillars that you have to find. And so, mm. so even if you're spending, and that's what I mean by, that's why it helps to have a partner. Because yeah, you have to, there's 40, di- if there's 40 different dimensions of what you have mm. to do to make your game succeed, and yeah. you're one person, mm. I think it's difficult. And, and plus, sometimes you aren't motivated to do it well. All the time. You know? By the way, I was, I wanted to ask you something now. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about, I was thinking about, um, putting, um, in my game right yeah. now, putting a high score in, but instead of like, usually you have like global high scores and stuff. Yeah. I was thinking about, um, giving a high score with all the YouTubers and they get all updated. <laughs> so you can compete against your, um, against the person you are watching. Yeah, um, you know that, and that's a risk, and that could be, and that's the thing. I think as indies, you I have to figure out how to create a new new pillar. I think for yeah. this, you have to figure out how you're going to actually get indie develop or let's players to actually want to play it. That's the next thing. Yeah, that's the that's why yeah. I didn't do it yet because I I'm not sure if I can get people to play it. But yeah, like it would be beneficial for them as well because I would put links then in there. Um, in next to their high score, so that yeah. people can could watch. But I don't know if people... and that's why I feel like then literally, if you want to make it so that let's play is the way you promote it, then maybe you have to literally make a put put their face instead of that <laughs> instead of yeah, the yeah. ship. You have to literally put their face as the character in the game, and what hmm. you can, and I you can't do it for the big players because they're going to think it's copyright violation. You have to yeah. do it for the for the let's players who are like ten thousand. Mm. Or you yeah. know, ten thousand subscribers or whatever that's it is. So yeah. yeah, that's so weird. I saw um 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 a person, a let's player who has ten thousand subscribers, and his videos still weren't watched all that much. It was so weird. Yeah, because you know, I don't I know what they it. don't they promo their stuff or don't they put. I I don't understand because I don't consider my videos to be really good or something yeah. like. <laughs> because it's no, I, I'm not joking. I ca- I don't yeah. have that much time, so I'm I'm doing them on on Saturday or something, and I'm doing them in one shot through and stuff. Like it's not, I don't put that much effort into this. No, I'm just but laughing because have, that could be your they have pillar. More views. It's so weird. I don't understand. Well, like, why is that weird? You know, you better if you find something where it's like you found <laughs> something where people want to watch you. Then mm-hmm. how do you leverage that more? Yeah, because maybe literally you could be a let's play. You could be one of those personalities, and then people want to <laughs> cover you because you're another YouTuber. Yeah, but the the problem is that's a that's an and that's almost a job. Like, yeah, my is. problem is like all that stuff is yeah. almost another job. Like, if you're going to be a let's player, you you cannot do games anymore. I think you have so much work. Because, <laughs> yeah, you like, know what? You, I try. I tried to start. I started making my own video. I was like, wow, <laughs> this is crazy. 
Like I was <laughs> like, oh, you know what? I'll just try to make, I'll just try to kind of promote my games by, you know, doing, I mean, it's crazy. Like it's, it's ridiculous. And you're right. Which look, means- everything, look, the way I see it is that for, for, for people who are listening to this podcast, it's like, look, how do you get lucky? Okay. And, and so how do you get lucky? You know what? If you get that, you have to, if you do everything at the best level that you can at a world-class level and you mm. follow that Parthenon structure and you try to find pillars, new mm. pillars, mm. like for example, Reddit could be that new thing where, for example, you were talking about, Hey, I needed audio in the, in the, in the last interview, part one, mm. you mentioned that you needed audio for your game. Right. Mm. And yet if you listen to, I don't know if you listened to the podcast that I had a few episodes ago where mm-hmm. the guy who did the VR studio, um, but he was a high school student who did a VR studio. Yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah. He posted on Reddit to get music. Yeah. And he got really good music. Like, in yeah. fact, I was, look, I was looking at, because he did, a, I think, a green light mm-hmm. thing. And people said, like, yeah. you know what? I'm just going to buy this for the music. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and because his music, and but he found that person on Reddit. It wasn't anyone that mm. he knew. Yeah, and that's yet, great. That's a pillar, and people don't view it as that because structure. It like it's really difficult to think that way if you don't understand mm. that. And yeah. and so, I, what was your question? Like, I kind of got. Lost. <laughs> I I also forgot. <laughs> <laughs> but I think. But, but I think you cannot just like. Oh yeah. Oh no, pillars, it's a, it's a, it's a full-time on job. Yeah, yeah. That's and look, you. Yeah, that's you're right. And so you have to literally do everything that you touch at at a world class level. I know it's difficult. I understand, but I'm just saying if you want to get lucky, look, the meme yeah. run guy, you have to admit one thing. He did the marketing at at a unique and world class level. He would I actually look, think I really admire him for that. Like I <laughs> I just couldn't do it. No, I, I'm not joking. I, I think it's I think it's great. Yeah. I think it's great. Um, like he knew his audience. He it, yeah. yeah, and you know, yeah. for for the listeners who didn't listen to him, look, this guy went on forums. He even said this on the end the interview. He's like, he went on forums. He made like accounts where he would troll himself. He would yes, attack yeah. himself. That's so crazy. Yeah, that's so crazy to me. Yeah, exactly right. And look, I don't, I don't it's, necessarily you, agree with all of it. Like, but, uh, uh, he, hang on hang on a second you're kind of breaking up so i'm going to talk a little <laughs> oh can you can you hear me or is it okay we'll see we might have to <laughs> okay we have to okay now it's coming back um it's coming back. Okay. It's a oh, little coming back. I don't know. It's kind of breaking up. But um, but yeah, look, he and, and I'll talk about Mimron. Hopefully, it'll it'll stabilize a little. <laughs> when, yeah. when it's, but what I was saying is that he um, look, he trolled himself. He went on. By the way, he reached out to YouTubers. He went on Skype. He talked to YouTubers, and he's like, look, like he 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 started trying to push them to actually cover his game. So he mm-hmm. did a ton of things that a lot of people don't want to do. And and by the way, yeah. you looked at his game, they could say, well, you know what? My game isn't good enough. That's why I don't want to do this. But mm-hmm. he purposely made a, a – I don't know if he did it on purpose. But he made a game that like if it wasn't for the memes, like mm-hmm. people wouldn't necessarily even cover it. And and so 
so I don't know. I mean, basically, you have to be willing to look like a fool. Okay, that's what it comes mm-hmm. down to. You have to be willing to be foolish and silly. And people don't want to do that. Okay, people don't like, look, I don't like it when I release a game and people say it's complete crap. And yet, <laughs> yeah. and yet I understand that long term, that's not where I want to go. But sometimes you have to take small steps because you have to keep yourself motivated. You have to go iterative. Mm-hmm. Look, for my, for me, I realize that I have to go iterative. And because if I try to polish something up for a year and then mm-hmm. release it, it has never worked for me. <laughs> like for okay. some people, maybe it does work. And that's their mm-hmm. style. But for me, I have to go iterative. I have to get feedback. I have to kind of, mm-hmm. because I also try to do innovative stuff. So sometimes you get, when you get that feedback, then you understand, okay, you know what? Oh, I have to do this next or I have to do that next. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't want to do that. And, and I think for a lot of people, it's just their entertainment to just work on a game. Maybe they just, it's not really indie development it's it's nostalgia development it's like they just want to make a game that they played a long time ago and i understand that but but if you're listening to maybe potentially make a ton of like to make enough money where it's like it provides a significant amount of income or it just supports you right then you have to understand that like in any creative field Mm -hmm. you have to figure out how to get to one percent and now and i understand when i listen to musicians i'm like Mm -hmm. dude like come on, I could never sing like the top 1% of musicians. Yeah. And yet, so then you're like, well, look, then does that mean that with game design or art or movie or whatever, mm-hmm. can I even be in the top 1%? Because, you know, and yet mm-hmm. I understand that there is, a, there is a way to potentially get way better, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and I don't know if you watch this, but there's this musician who he was on a show and I think, I don't know if you heard it. He's like Ed Sheehan. I think that's his name or, I don't know if you've heard of that know. musician, but he's kind of popular in, in culture mm-hmm. now or some, to an extent. But he, he, he played a video, or at least on one of these shows, he played a, an audio clip of how he used to be when yeah. he wasn't that popular. And he sounded really horrible. And you wouldn't <laughs> believe that, that this guy actually would become a pop, like in the top 10 or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like make a top 10 song or whatever it is. And, and yet that's what he did. And so for some people have talent, but, but that talent, it has to be developed. And even people who are starting out with no talent, but willing to work, especially now that we have tools and all this other stuff related to game development that, um, that, that changes the game. Cause it, it isn't just about the game itself now. It's like, a, yeah. you know, it's, I also all, don't, yeah. I also don't think that, um, you need to be that great um because like you can like um it's feasible to um copy games and yeah. make polish them great and still do like blizzard is actually yeah, a great right. example <laughs> that's what and also blizzard too, is a great example of you don't need to have the the newest and if you just polish really well like obviously yeah. they are really big right now so they can do it but like but i think that's what they did when they were polished. early on too they never produce crap, or maybe... no? That, that's not true. Like okay, they, then I'm the, wrong. the first, I, I actually listened to a couple of podcasts to them. The, the Diablo, yeah. The first Diablo, it was at the point where nobody was playing <laughs> RPGs. Like it was like they were like, you cannot do an action RPG. Are you crazy? That's dead. That's a dead genre. Okay. And and so they they actually got some. It was really innovative at the time, but then like right now, I think they just they take existing genres, <laughs> polish them really well. Come and, on, Hearthstone uh, has some innovation. I mean, it isn't a, an exact clone of anything. Nah, I, it doesn't. What what do they like? I I don't know. What what was? I mean, the it isn't magic. 
it's not, but it's like, like I, maybe I'm selling it short. But maybe it's it was like digital. It's, You're right. Look, they took an indie genre because you know indie. I saw indies yeah. doing digital card games. I'm yes. surprised indie, you know, digital card games even worked. But they they recognized the trend and yeah. they built on it. Okay. Yes. And but it isn't like it's a clone of Magic. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't think they ever do clones. Okay. Their, yeah. their 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 mobile is also not a clone. They're not yeah. cloning. They they're doing some um, small stuff, and the stuff they do is really, it's really well thought out. I think. And yeah. but it's not like they're doing like these huge new things. They just yeah. take existing genres and polish yeah. them. And I, with polish, I don't mean I not only mean um the the few stuff, the, the yeah. visual stuff, also the gameplay stuff. I think okay. they always also take it and polish the gameplay up. Um, up to snuff so that it's um, like Hearthstone is a lot for, it's a lot better for casual people than magic yeah. like you cannot and, and I think also who knows what 1% means because you know what yeah the one and I don't yeah because you know what think about Minecraft if you show that mm-hmm. to someone and you said that this is actually the most popular game this is more popular than a lot of AAA titles yeah. they wouldn't believe you because they look at the graphics and they'd be like this isn't you wouldn't say that's in the top 1% so yeah. I think Sometimes you can get a new paradigm or a new approach that can change the rules. And, you know, that requires a, a skill set. And if you can do that, that's awesome. But a lot of people, they don't, I don't know why, that they don't necessarily know how to take a risk or um, they won't take I a think, risk or, or, or they yeah. won't. What they'll do is they'll take a risk that's convenient for them. So, for example, even in my case, I didn't learn. I knew about 3D games, right? Mm-hmm. And but I didn't really learn the math of 3D and all that other stuff, or even prototype mm-hmm. 3D, because I was like, you know what, it's not necessarily needed for a casual audience. Mm-hmm. So it was convenient to say, you know what, I don't have to study this. But if you really want to be the best of the best, you have to know everything, because when you make those design choices, you mm-hmm. have to. It has to come out of wisdom instead of convenience. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it can come sure. out of convenience and it helps, like, and you get yeah. lucky, but. If you do 3D gaming, or if you do 2D gaming because because it's convenient instead of understanding that, oh, you know what, 2D gaming early on in mobile makes sense because the the devices can't even handle 3D at that point. Yeah. Then then you have a chance. But you know what, people don't do that, and and because because you know what, if you get lucky being convenient, it's better. It, who mm. knows if if uh, I don't know if you've heard of Doodle Jump. Yes, I heard. I heard. But, I actually played it. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows if that guy knows th- the team knew 3D, but they got in early on the platforms. They didn't know. But it's not 3D. Doodle Jump is not 3D. No, no, it's 2D. Yeah, yeah. But it, ah, okay. that 2D decision wasn't necessarily <laughs> made because of wisdom. It may have been just because they didn't know 3D programming, and they just realized that you know what, but 2D works because at that time, 2D, <laughs> a 3D on that on that kind of device would be difficult anyways. Yeah, like but it, just I, in terms of performance. But I think as long, like, you can do um, stuff where you say, like, let's say I, for me, <laughs> I said, um, I'm doing a, right now a 2D game, single player. I, I put all these constraints on, on me yeah. because I wanted to be able to finish it. Yeah. And, and so that's not really, like, because of wisdom. That's just constraints yeah. I gave myself. And then I said, what can I do with that that still I would like to play or... I yeah. think other people would also Look, enjoy. I'm I'm a big fan. At least my approach is that sometimes we have dream games or ideals where we want to go, mm-hmm. and you have to take small steps to get there. Just in terms of just releasing small 
prototypes or even products yeah. that will help you understand all these – for me, help me understand all these other pillars because you may mm. misestimate what's required. Like, yeah. for example, I was like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to pump out YouTube videos and get a million mm. views. Yeah. You know, it's not as simple as that, unfortunately. No, it's not. And yeah. it's too late. It may be too late because it's already established, you know, like it was. But it I would, hear that all the time. Like yeah, people and, and, always come to me and say like, why don't you do your own Let's Plays? I'm like, I already have a YouTube channel. But, but you could have do done that. an experiment. <laughs> yeah, I could and, have. I guess. Yeah, but, but so. I actually, I actually did one video, one Let's Play video because I figured why not. Yeah. And then when I finished it and uploaded it, I realized that I had hidden the mouse from the recording and I played a, a card game where the mouse was really important, so oh, really? I couldn't okay. use the video. It was so bad. I was always talking about stuff, and, but see, and they couldn't see where the mouse was. And I was like, ah, oh, come on. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, but you could have done another one. And yeah, I could have. Yeah, I maybe. Look, I, I just think that iterative approach can help. Because, look, if Minecraft would have waited till whatever, they wouldn't have gotten the, he wouldn't have gotten the feedback on what to change and what to improve and also fix the glitches and everything else. So yeah. that's my approach. I know that's obviously the opposite of what Blizzard does. And I think even <laughs> with Blizzard, though, Hearthstone was kind of stepwise. Like, they did have a beta, I thought. Yeah, um, they, but they always do. They have closed betas. Yeah, okay, and then... yeah. But it was, it was fairly big, I thought. But, but, yeah. the, but I think, and, and by the way, I want to mention also with the Parthenon approach. You know that Parthenon, there's like 40 different pillars or whatever it is. But what he, what he said that the J. Abraham marketing guy, which I think is really critical, is that you get geometric growth because you multiply each of those different pillars. If you take the good game and you multiply it by good marketing, you multiply it by good distribution, whatever, okay. it's geometric. Mm-hmm. But, but he, because that's the power of the Parthenon, right? That's that. So it's mm-hmm. instead of arithmetic, like he said, like linear growth, then you can have this geometric yeah. growth. But, there's one thing. If you take a 100% game and you take a 100% distribution and you do 0% marketing, what's, what's <laughs> 100 times? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's what happens with most developers. Is that yeah, that's true. They had, they're missing these pillars and it's zero and then boom, they're gone. Hmm. Because a billion times zero is what? It's still a zero. You know, I don't yeah. care. And sometimes the, the game itself can market and do all these other pillars accidentally, but... I don't know. I, yeah, mean, I think that what's what happened to my Android game. I didn't do any marketing, and then I yeah. did it too late, and then it was like it was already too late. Like I, I did a little bit of paid. Do you do paid um, um, ads? No, I try not to. I mean, I, I, I did one small as an experiment, but then it's like a dollar yeah. per install, and you know what? You don't even know if it works. That's crazy. Yeah, that was so crazy for me too. Like you can enter a range you want, <laughs> and then. And then, like, they don't really do it, really. And, like, yeah, it was really Look, weird. Like, first, I, it was an experiment for me, too, but it was crazy weird. Like, that's what I mean by being innovative, because as an indie developer, you don't have millions of dollars, necessarily. And so you have to figure out creative ways to market. And so look at Minecraft. Mm. They, It was kind of at the beginning of the Let's Play trend. And so people would do videos of Minecraft. And that's what really mm. helped promote it, too. Yeah, but, see, I think it's a multiple things. Again, like they, yeah. he had, um, he posted on the site, which I cannot remember for my life. You can, my, source, maybe you can send source. it to me, TickSource, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I probably should check that out. Yeah, TickSource.com. Um, mm-hmm. um, he did that, then he did Let's Plays, he did um, weekly iterations, he probably had some kind of um, 
channel or something like somehow to interact with the community yeah he was willing to even do coding like record his coding while he's working yeah. you know like i mean while he's doing development and so people yeah. are just fascinated and look but he, look the thing is though he was willing to do all that instead mm. whereas i would be like you know what i don't know if i want to put my coding out there and like do i really want to record myself coding you know like just having stupid questions where you have hesitation mm. means you're going to get hurt because you can't have any fear. Like people, but I, people did you have bad can, experience yet? Like I'm maybe no. I'm just too small. But I actually no. most no, of the I stuff just, is look, quite enough. Nice. I, I started out at a time where game development wasn't cool. Okay, uh, and yeah. now it's cool. Now it's like bigger. Look, it's like it's. I think it's even getting bigger than movies now. It is already. Yeah. Right. It and. But I don't know. I thought with DVD sales or whatever, it still wasn't quite there. No, yet. no, no. It is. It is bigger. It's bigger I, okay. It was. It was maybe in your podcast. After that, I looked it up, and it's bigger. It's it is just bigger. bigger. Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was like a hundred billion, but I don't know if that's enough. I think the movie industry is still pretty like. There's other like derivative stuff or whatever. I don't know what. But the point is that it wasn't cool, and people just didn't understand what the hell was going to go on. Look, I've been like, you. If you pitch a genius idea or genius perspective mm -hmm. to the wrong community or wrong people, you can get severely hurt if you take it seriously, which I did. And mm -hmm. I didn't want to call people losers, but it helps to, <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I, you know, identify like who you need to talk to and who you don't. But, mm -hmm. but you're right. I mean, I think that just having fears when you first start out and it doesn't work out. And mm -hmm. sometimes I let that just grow on me like weeds and mm -hmm. I didn't remove those weeds. And so it's just, you know, sometimes sometimes it can be where you just have past bad experiences or just yeah. past issues that if you can't get towards, boom, you're gone. Like once you have, for example, a family, do you really want mm -hmm. to put some people like I remember talking to another developer who had a family and he doesn't want to put himself like he doesn't want potential people to know where he lives. Mm -hmm. Right. Like he doesn't want to deal with that because he's concerned about the safety of his family. And maybe that doesn't matter, but at that point he was concerned, and maybe that prevents him from doing a let's play channel yeah. or, or from or it would from, work, yeah. you know. Yeah, and whatever, so yeah. people have stupid fears. I have stupid fears. It's Some true. people have, yeah. and winners. We, a lot of winners don't. But I'm just saying that. I yeah, it's true, but I I also think I have fears, but I'm like for example, I, you 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 lowered your time, but you didn't quit your job. Yeah, right? obviously. And, yeah. <laughs> and so, look, some people don't have that fear. They're just like, you know what, screw it. I'm going to find a way. Yeah. And and so I, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying my fears mm -hmm. are any better or worse or whatever. But no, no, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's like I also have fears. They are just different. I think. Like yeah. I'm. I there, don't really fear um, that people, like currently at least, that people really get angry when I post something on the internet. I think the. The worst thing that can happen is that just nobody's going to listen. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But I think the other thing is just being willing to put yourself out there. Like, dude, I could mm. not fathom that people want to see game development code. Like, why? How? How could that? Why I not? You... Well, it's, why it's, so? Like, I mean, I just... actually, I actually enjoy. It. I don't do it a lot. Like, but I actually can understand well, people. Look, like, but it's like with let's plays. Like, um, look, it's not even. So maybe it's not even fear. It's just that there's a billion. <laughs> things that you can do. So when you yeah. tell someone that, you know what, to market, I'm going to just write code and record mm -hmm. it. Like now, okay, I can understand the value of it because I watch tutorials on YouTube. But yeah. I think five years ago, that's just hard to understand. 
It's true. Right. And so, so it's not, it's not even fear. So maybe I don't have the right word for this, you know, it's kind of mm-hmm. late at, in my time zone, but basically mm-hmm. it isn't, what is it? It's like, like not mm-hmm. taking risk or trying something new or, or being silly because, <laughs> because for whatever reason, and those reasons can be fear, but it can also just be feeling that you're an expert and, and this is just silly. Like if you put something like, like watching people play games, isn't that counterintuitive? Wouldn't you say like, hey, yeah, that's what I wanted to say. It's like <laughs> it's so weird that people are watching games. It's yeah, the same as watching watch somebody games. code. Yeah, yeah, they prefer to watch games than play it. There, I even <laughs> talked to one player, and he's like, "Dude, I don't, pl- I don't play the game. I prefer to watch it." And, <laughs> and so you're like, "Wait a second, yeah. like counter and that's completely counterintuitive until you see the trend." <laughs> So yeah. part of it is just that struct- structurally our minds can't embrace these new ideas that could be huge. Because you're yeah. like, come on. Like, and if you tell someone that, you know what? Dude, you better not make your game for someone to play it. You better make your game so someone wants to watch it. Well, how do you tell a <laughs> yeah. game developer who's su- successful in a paradigm where they're like, you know what? People play my games. And you tell them yes. you're going to get screwed because no one wants to watch it. Yeah. You know, like, like if people, your game, if people are playing it, they want to play it. That's, you're a mm-hmm. freak. You messed up. Yeah. You as a game developer messed up because people want to play it instead of watch it. Like, and yeah. that's what's happened. Like, sometimes there are these flips mm-hmm. where people can't understand what's going on. And it's just same with the console. When mm-hmm. console versus mobile, people are like, dude, why am I going to play a game on a phone? I know now it's obvious. Mm-hmm. But could could people fathom that something like Clash of Clans could make $1.8 billion mm-hmm. or whatever it is, like a billion dollars yeah, on yeah. the phone? Like, come on. Like, and, and it's like less quality than console and it doesn't look 3D. So it's not really – maybe it's experience getting in the way. It isn't fear. So maybe I don't have the right word for this. But it's experience <coughs> or, re, or, you know, our paradigms getting in the way of what works. And yeah. – and I've seen that happen too I'm much. Sorry. And so that's why I try to stay away from the indie community. Because, <laughs> yeah. because like this stuff of like making let's play and whatever, it's like, it seems silly not, but now once people see that you can make money from it, then it's accepted. But mm-hmm. early on, it's not. Yeah. And I don't know. So, but yeah, I don't know. Anyways, um, that's my perspective on that. And, and so there's going to be a ton of silly stuff coming on. Like, for example, with esports, we think about esports as a battle, competitive. Mm. And yet there might be some e-experience or e-media that actually is non-competitive. It's creative or collaborative or cooperative. That turns yeah, but it's into... not esports anymore. Like... Well, no, no. It's not esports compared to what you define it as. Yeah, yeah. But That's true. You know what I'm saying? And yet it'll be something that actually be, could be more popular than what esports is now. But isn't like, a, like, I always think as a collaborate, like the normal MMOs, MMORPGs, like VOV and uh, or, yeah, all that stuff. I think those are the collaborative experiences right now, at least. Like yeah. I can see well, there's the more stuff. I, yeah. I could even see for mobile doing like some huge, um, some huge games where like hundreds of people are playing at the same time, like a small game or something like that. Yeah. But that's something else again. But like for a collaborative no, it's experience. Some, look, it's something else because 
And that's yeah. what I mean is that terms change, paradigms change. That's true. Ideas change. And it's just like games, right? Like mm-hmm. people are like, it's about the game and it's not. The game is just a, one of the pillars in a media experience for the watcher or the, or the entertainment, mm-hmm. right? And it's digital. It's really about interactive media, mm-hmm. right? And part of that interactive media experience is the game itself where the, you know, the core, the true game developers have a chance or that's their role. But, mm-hmm. you know, part of that interactive media experience is watching. I don't know if you watch Rocket League because I think you mentioned you played Rocket League, right? I did a couple of times, but I'm, I actually, when I'm, I did watch not that many Let's Plays, but I watched some of them. Yeah. And I, I usually do it because um, I want to know if I like the game or not. So you watched it first before you actually downloaded it, right? Uh, no, or, I okay. got I got Rocket League because I um I ordered the Steam controller. I oh, pre-ordered okay. the Steam controller and I got it with the Steam controller for free. So oh, okay. um, I actually think I would never have paid for it because I didn't think I would like it, but I liked it a lot. So, <laughs> so, so there. I mean, look, they're changing definitions, and mm. and the game itself may change, and and who knows? And so these media experiences. That's why I'm like, look. I don't know if you've heard of Shark Tank. I don't know if in Germany you watch if there's such a thing as Shark Tank. It's it's like a show in the U.S. where people pitch their company and try to get funding. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I heard. I I, I actually oh, don't. Dragon's watch. We have we have we have something like that as well. But I yeah. I don't watch. Um, I only watch online. So I. Okay, and and so I'm like, wow. How could that be like part of a game experience? Because mm-hmm. I would prefer to watch that than watch. That for me would be an esport or something like an esport where I would actually want to watch it and keep up with stuff, versus um, versus like a legal legal legends yeah. competing with each other. So you don't I, like watching that stuff? I don't like. Well, I look. I'm not a League of Legends fan because uh, yeah. I don't. You play need those to play games. the game first. It's like playing soccer. Like most yeah. of the people who watch soccer played soccer at some point. Or yeah, yeah, you're right. And, so I, you need that at least. And for me, I, I prefer not to do violence or, or, or battle type oh. games. So I think that's the issue. But oh, wow. And that's I know that's hard. different. Do you play I, computer games? <laughs> like there's not a lot of computer games that have zero violence. I in understand. Them, like, and that's why I'm an indie developer. You know, that's why I try to make new games or new. But the oh, point That's is, great. Yeah. And I think, I think that's the issue is that. Is that, and that's why, you know, and most people, they define a game as, look, who are you battling? Who are you competing? Who do you beat? And yet, you, and, and in some cases that works, but you look at a lot of games like Flappy Birds or whatever, like, I don't think it's that, like, it's interactive media. Okay. Yeah, but there are games, like, especially indie games in the computer space right now that are like that, like, yeah. What, uh, the Journey or, um, what is it, Gone Home? Oh, yeah, Journey. You're right. Like but but those or are and, like yeah it's it's definitely look there's a huge it's it's being filled up it isn't like now this is new but I think no, no. but I think that um, there can be nonviolent esports or even non-competitive esports we don't know it we don't understand what it looks like yeah I I couldn't ima- like if I yeah. think about sports in a sports term it's either for getting better yourself like if yeah. you, now go like in the or or just um competing, but the other thing is basically just beating yourself, which is kind of like a high score game like Flappy Bird. Or or it's so it's it's developing skill or even or even improving yourself, right? I mean the the benefit of sports, like as we know about it in the physical mm-hmm. world, is 
you can get exercise. You can. But we have stuff like that, like in Brain Doctor for games. Yeah. Like or some some brain. Yeah. Like because like we cannot do the um do the physical fitness stuff, but we can do the mental fitness. Yeah. So I think I think that goes in the direction of of sports, but like most of the sports I think about are competitive by nature. Yeah. And, and I, like. The, and maybe and if that's you go just online, because, yeah, go ahead. If you go online, um, it's also like um, I, I think it's it the the thing is that people um, receive a real opponent different yeah. than than a, than an AI, and even if you like, I don't know if I heard it on this podcast, but a lot of people do actually um, tell people they play against real opponents, but they don't. Because they don't have enough, um, they don't have enough, um, users to actually fill up all the, <laughs> all the online games. So they just oh, let yeah. them play against no. AI. I don't remember mentioning that, yeah. but, I, but no, I actually, I, there are some, some people who do look, that. And the, that's the, the point is that in the physical world, it was easier to have competitive elements because what are you going to, how are you going to create stuff in the physical world without it costing money? Like, l- let's say you had a full game, right? Yes. And, and you're playing soccer with other people, like like mm-hmm. instead of soccer, let's say you had to build something in the real world together. Like, do you know yes. how much money that costs? Like, that's not as as cheap as soccer, where you can just use a soccer ball and it's it's replayable. So that's yeah, one people reason. People do why. that. Like kids do that. Kids build stuff all the time. Like um, they don't. Yeah, it's they like do. Smaller, like they do. They okay, they play they Lego and... or they play. They, they built like, what is it? I don't know what the English yeah, terms they, would. They create stuff, they paint, and, and yet, yeah. and yet it's expensive so that, yeah. I mean, like if you think about it in the physical world, creating stuff continuously costs money. Mm. Whereas yeah. it, it isn't a sunk cost. It isn't like you buy the soccer ball once and then you can mm. keep playing it until, you know, it goes flat or whatever. But to, 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 okay. So then here's the thing. Yeah. Kids do that all the time, but what, ha- how do you get five kids? So that means that you need to have 10 kids. Let's say, let's say it's five versus five, right? They yeah. have to be willing to spend. So every. Ah, you want to have it against each other still. No, no, like no it wouldn't be against, but, together but against what I'm saying, Anna. let's say, let's say it's five kids together. That means that yeah. all of those five kids need to have enough money and in a way where they can create stuff together and it doesn't but in the physical world, it. right? And, and that yeah. would have cost money. So then they resort to basket. I feel like that's why they resorted to basketball and soccer oh. and everything else because I, if you I don't actually... know. Did, did you grow up in a, in a, in a city? Because I, I grew up on a village and I, I built stuff all the time. We built, I, I don't know what yeah. the, no, with, I did with too, just with, but with, I totally remember with... wanting to build more stuff, but it cost money. Yeah, if... that, that's true. Like you, there are, there are limits to this. Obviously you cannot do. Yeah, go, go well, crazy. if you want, when you built stuff, did you build stuff with other people or was it, was it alone? Yes, yes, we did. We, um, we had, um, we basically, um, built together, uh, what is it, a wood house? I, I, yeah. What is the, uh, baumhaus? No, I, I totally um, I don't remember know. trying to build I had, a wood I should thing. Look it up. Yeah. Would, you know, with someone else, um, in the neighborhood, but I totally remember it cost so much money that it was so difficult to actually get the money to, to fund it. Because, ah, I, you, yeah, yeah, but like we didn't, like, I, we didn't do it in the, like, we didn't, we did nothing that lasted that long. Let's put it like this. Okay, yeah. Like it was just like for us, like a small thing. And the only thing that basically I, at some point, it's actually a funny story. I asked my mother if it's fine if we would, um, we would build a, a pool in our in our garden. And she said, "Yeah, whatever, do do what you like." Yeah. And I organized like twenty people, and we started to dig a hole. <laughs> and when yeah. she came home. 
we had like it was crazy. We afterwards we had a what's Teich? Oh God, um, I don't know what it's called. Wait, I need I need to look it up because I cannot translate this. <laughs> so you had like a pool, or we didn't had a I or we, a we pond. Didn't, a, a, a pond, a pond, a pond, yeah, pond. Okay, yeah, maybe a that's small lake. You... Okay, <laughs> yeah. A small lake, let's but like this is what we like. Yeah, so I, I guess, start. yeah, and I guess that wouldn't really be fun to watch. Like, I mean, I, I see what you're no. saying, and so, but we did it like, and it was not ex- that expensive to build a pond. Like, we we yeah. dug, dug the hole, and then we had um, some, yeah, you're some right, and and in that stuff. sense, but it still requires land, and I guess you're right, sports yes. require land too. So, yeah, so yeah, maybe I'm definitely looking at it in the wrong way. And, and maybe not. I, I didn't even wanted to say that. I just think that um, that um, stuff like Minecraft goes already in that direction. Yeah, you can absolutely. Stuff or, or like level design and um, level editors do that as well, where you. But there's no like maybe we should do a level editor that um, you look, do together or something or, like that. Yeah. I don't or, know. or what about farming in real life? I mean, yeah. farming <laughs> is not a no, big experience. Not. And also, look the the whole concept of pitching your own company look mm-hmm. the 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 way i see it is that there are activities and experiences that people care about. i mean do you watch a lot of sports or is it uh no not really to, okay. like i'm i i watched a l- little bit like i'm actually watching a little bit of esports that i'm thinking about if i'm playing a game a lot yeah i do and currently yeah, i'm not it's right it, and, but yeah but like traditional sports people are like they you know it's just because it was it was available and for that, for that older generation, they want it. You know, it's, they're used to it. But you know, now, I, and you, you probably heard this already. There are like a lot of these esports are actually surpassing real sports now. Mm. Yeah, like, but not, yeah, not football yet. But um, oh, they, I just wanted to say, not the not the big ones like that will take. Well, dude, time. it surpassed NBA. I don't know. You know, it's what? it's basketball, I, I which is which is yeah, different I, than. People then, don't watch basketball here. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think there they play soccer or whatever football you yes. want to call it, right? So and you cannot, you cannot. Look, it's get, it but it's getting, close, it's growing. Not even close, but it's no, not it even is, close. dude. It's getting close. There. No, no, it's getting no, close. It's not. Do you know they actually have they stadiums? Are, they have stadiums. Yeah, in this. I know, but like, they, like I listen. They they have stadiums and they meet up to the world championship, and then they have like whatever. I'm now generous because it's probably way too much. But let, let's say they have 500,000 people there, which is yeah. way too much, but it's fine. Whatever. If they have 500,000 people in this place, in Germany alone, every weekend, I think there are like close to that in stadiums all over the country, just in Germany. And this is a, the, yeah, what we are but... talking about. There is um, people from all over the world coming. And if you're going to the, to the World Cup, that's crazy. That's... Yeah, no. Okay. Well, I understand. But that's how like, these things happen, right? It's like yeah, yeah, first, no. they catch up now. Yeah, I agree. And, and so no. and so see and think about this: the prize pool for yeah, these things is they've already figured out the monetization, where literally these people are making like ten million dollars if they win the prize. Yeah, yeah, right. So you know, you apply that concept to funding your own company or funding mm-hmm. your own indie dreams, where there is literally ah, you, like, ah okay, yeah. mm-hmm. right, and then you're like, wow, that could change a lot. So people can do these experiences. It would be interesting. Yeah, yeah right. So literally, you got a hundred thousand dollars for doing your indie game. I mean, that would could, that could change a lot of things, and it was done in a way where it was it was feasible. Right now, these kind of prize pools for you working on an indie game aren't even possible because people aren't looking at it from the point of esports or. You know, or e-media experiences, experiences that people want to watch. 
And I'm not I'm not sure, but the um, I, I'm just asking. Probably yeah. you know better than I. The these um, game indie game prizes you can win, aren't they with money? Yeah, they are. And that's something similar, I think. Then, like, if if you can win similar. money, okay, it is similar. But there's no, I don't think there's like a ten million dollar. I don't think pot. so either. I, I'm just asking to no, no, no exactly. But but the way this, first of all, I think those things are 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 limited. Like, I don't know if there are huge ones, but what would be nice is that, just like, have you heard of American Idol? I don't know if yes, right. So they do that for singing, and there's so much money around that. Right, and and there's some voting digital component to it, but but look, once it becomes an e-media experience, maybe there's some way where not just yeah, you you imagine like a game jam basically where people start off or sure sure so yeah. so what if we did something like that? It's like Game Idol, except instead of complete TV, you watch it online, and there's like and you play these things, and it's you know it's mm -hmm. part of the experience, and then there is a hundred million dollar pot. Yeah. At the end, because you're doing it in such a way where it can monetize that way, and yeah, I, I just want to say you probably don't even need it. They could just sell their games in the end. And yeah, right, exactly. They do, you don't even need and, a pot then, because people watching, so many yeah. people watching. But the person who organizes that whole system, you mm. know, as a media experience, could even make more than what the games, yes. right? Obviously. Just like American Idol is probably making yeah. more than what they're selling in the song. So, mm. look. People don't consider that, and yet, it's it's a way. It's it's a like these are these are digital experience. These are experiences or interactive media experiences that could change what people do. Maybe people only watch sports because there was nothing like this. It's like why were people playing all those shooter games before before Minecraft? Like because yeah. no one under no one could fathom making something like Minecraft and having it bigger than a lot of these other games. They yeah. that's you know and. I don't know. It's but it's still difficult to pull off. It isn't like you can just say like, "Oh, I'm gonna." You need the right skill set. You need the right. Skill. You yeah. need to be able to do all this, this, all this stuff. And like you said, this may not be competitive enough. No, it, but it, that's fine. I think it's a, pos a possibility. But then we're going into basically like I'm calling it now TV, but it's like more like YouTube TV, like yeah. something like that. And you stop being in um and game well, developer at that point. No, I think you, you I further think, no, the no, community. Are, no, no, you are an interactive media developer. Okay, and yeah. and part of that interactive media experience is watching these quote indie developers make games, right? That, so that you, other people are watching or reviewing. Ah, so you mean you you just to get it right? So you imagine it as a kind of a game that is about that stuff. Yeah, well, I wouldn't call it, it's an interactive media experience because it isn't like you're going to be inside this video game doing it. And you might. That's, that's Maybe what with I mean, VR, yeah. actually with VR, it might even be where that's what happens. Instead of watching it on YouTube, you're in a VR thing, right? And and you right. see these developers pitch their mm -hmm. game. Just like, you know, it's crazy because there's there's so many of these other things like Master Chef and all these other... Yeah, yeah, there's so many. All these other Germany, shows, yeah. why isn't there one for... For games, I don't, I don't even get that. Maybe it's because YouTube is kind of like that already. But no, but um, like I actually think that's um, that's why what I meant. I think that's a valid point. But that would be a TV show for me. Like you, I could imagine a TV show. Okay, yeah. Right now, either, it's, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Where people either um, start the game, like like there there are shows like that as well, where you have to you are you're giving some stuff that you need to do, and then they start working. Maybe they 
get even told what kind of game they should make. Yeah. And then you, you just, um, you just document what they do and you show the progress and people can play the game over a course of like, I don't know, half a year, year. Yeah. One and a half years. It actually think, I think it would lend itself really well because people could play and then they could vote inside the games. And like, I think that's a great idea. I, I think like, though. I just don't think I'm the guy to do it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I understand. But I'm just saying that there are new, new opportunities. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know, you may not be the guy to do it, but that could be a new pillar that could be either, yeah. either accelerates your game because you're one of those participants yeah. in the, in the game. Mm-hmm. And, and also to be fair, we call it a TV show because no game designer actually designed something like that that would change the rules of it so that it would be more like a game rather than a TV show. We're and viewing we, uh, it as – the only reason it was a TV show before is because, look, game design, people would know how to make it an interactive media experience. They kind of do. Mm-hmm. Like it's slow – it's, it, but it's coming from people who make, who make TV shows rather than purely games. So that's why it's designed in a totally different way. That's true. Like I mean the, the – I think the, the thing is that TV shows – are kind of like games, like yeah, like no, that, are well, like no, the gaming reality shows. Ones, the reality yeah, yeah, ones, yeah, yeah. But like, if you like, if you look at American Idol, like yeah. I, I can yeah. just compare it to what what we have here, but it's basically the same, I think. Yeah, people will vote at um, certain stages for people to continue. Yeah, so that's already kind of a game. Mechanic. I understand, but think Inside about this. That. At one point, uh, at one point, TV shows weren't even like that. They were completely yeah, fictional, yeah. or a lot of them were very fictional. I mean, those were the popular ones. So someone had to innovate and say, yes, you yes. know what? This is what's going to be a TV show. And this TV show is going to be more popular than the fictional stuff, which people didn't believe when it first started happening. Yeah, obviously, yeah. And, and so yeah. I, think, I think the same is going to happen with gaming in some way. It may not be this way, but same with esports. It's going to be like people view it as like one thing. Hmm. And then it's going to completely – just like now – what TV shows do you watch? Do you watch any a lot of fictional shows or? Uh, I'm I'm having Netflix, so I'm watching from time to time some TV shows. Yeah, um, and but, I'm we are watching some. Oh God, satire. Is that the word? Set, oh satire. God, I, satire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, satirical shows in in Germany. Some like you probably. I, I actually watched last week tonight. Okay. Um, which you probably know, so, um, like the online stuff I watch. But yeah, yeah. So I mean, but but for me, like not all of them, but I mean, I definitely watch some fictional stuff. But a lot, a lot yeah. that I enjoy watching is like just real world reality based TV. Really? No, I don't like that at all. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. I mean, like for me, it's Shark Tank. Like it's it isn't like thing, all yeah. reality thing. It's just no. Like, I, I understand. Yeah. No, it's fine. Like people it's have like, to watch it. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, I think. It's just, but I, I actually think that, um, th- that it's an interesting idea. Like I, th- um, I think that, um, right now the indie community is doing a lot of the innovation. Yeah. Whereas the AAA is not doing as much. Um, but that might, that's also changing a little bit already. Like the, the bigger studios, like even if you look at Hearthstone, which yeah. I said it's not that big of an innovation, but for Blizzard, it actually was, I think, because yeah. it, it was such a small team. They changed the engine. They used Unity. Yeah, exactly. I, for, I saw for, for Hudson. So um, they changed the engine. They did actually a lot of stuff in internally, really different than they do for other games. And and there are some other examples that um, small um, that big companies now do small teams to, yeah. in, to do innovative stuff, which I think is really interesting. And well, I think there will be a lot of there, there will be a lot of different experience, and uh, and one of them might be that we have. 
TV shows more in forms of games. Like, why not? Like, why not have have a TV show like like Americans or what, what is it called? America Idol. Yeah, whatever. America, yeah. <laughs> um, why not have it inside a game form where you can basically consume it anytime you want, and maybe even like if you have someone you want to get more information about, go deeper and deeper. Yeah. Like, I could I could see stuff like that. It's just. Like for me right now, I want to do games that I'd like to play and like I'm, yeah. and and that I'm currently able to do. Like I actually the the card game I was thinking about would be really different, but I just I think I will. I would want to do this in full time and not in part time, and that's why I stopped because I figured it's just too much work in yeah. in my spare time, and so I I just need to figure out what I can do right now. And but there's a lot of stuff like. Um, I keep a list of ideas I have right now yeah. that I think are feasible, and I'm getting a lot of. Um, uh, but it's it's hard. Like a game takes so long, and you never know um, if it's going to work until you show it to people, basically. And and that's where I feel that's even more dangerous because what I've noticed is that a lot of the very successful games, at least recently, mm-hmm. have come out of simple game jams that you know they came up with the initial idea. Yeah. It took polishing for sure, but look, Goat Simulator and Surgeon Simulator were developed within two two days or something. At least the initial yeah, but, concept. Yeah, but the the problem is like most of games, I think, like I think most of games can be developed in a very short time. Yeah, if it's, you have it's figuring out. But the like right. like those those games especially are even shorter because they they don't have much in the form of game mechanics. But I oh, yeah. I just. I just don't like those kind of games. That's my problem. Like, yeah. I, I tried to like it. I really tried. I tried no, no, both data, but I, I just cannot find it. And that brings up a good point is that I think that as developers kind of fix, fix on one style, it's difficult for them to, to migrate to yes. a new paradigm or, or new yeah, concept. Just like for me, if I had to, what if the next paradigm is, is having to shoot other people? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like completely violent and, and no casual stuff would work. Then what am I going to do? Like, I'm, I don't want to do that. You know, and yeah, so. There will, be always, there will be always stuff. Like, look at You never know, like, because actually, when, look, even eight years ago, casual, the concept of casual gaming yeah. is going to be this huge. No one even understood that. Right. And, and so. You never know what'll happen. And so nope. I don't know, I don't know as listeners, what is the best approach? Because sometimes you can cater to the market, you know, and sometimes you can figure out a way to make your passion work. And I think to, to increase the probability of making your passion or interest work, you do everything at the best mm. of your ability or, you know, all those pillars properly and you'll have a higher chance. But, but like the, the question is also, why do you do games? And, but what I wanted to say, I don't yeah. think that games, We'll get back to a state where just some stuff is viable. I think we yeah. in the game industry just have um, had have now such a critical mass yeah. that even smaller subsets of games can keep you at least afloat. I, at least that's what I'm hoping. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's I what think... I heard. Like, like th- that's the entire thing with the casual gaming is that, like, even to this day, like I, I, um, I have a friend or someone I know um, who's actually. In my opinion, a really hardcore mobile gamer. Like, she plays like so much. Um, like, I, you probably don't know. It's like a quiz game. It's called Quiz Duel. It's really yeah. famous in, yeah. in in Germany. And 
she plays so much it's crazy she had like has like 5000 games and she plays like all these puzzle games like in in one week she has like 300 400 levels finished and i'm like you're crazy and but if i would ask her if she thinks of herself as a gamer she wouldn't say no yeah exactly she would not consider herself to be a gamer and i think the the gaming the gaming industry is so young or yeah. not that young but it's still young enough and we still need to figure out all the different, like the the entire indie thing, it's like currently the the indie movement, like most of the the games that come out of it and are marked as indie. <laughs> uh, besides, like the the big ones the, in the early days, like Minecraft and Super Meat Boy and stuff, but the, most of the stuff is more going into more artistic direction. Yeah, but like we don't like don't, we don't even have a label for that as a as an industry right now yeah like the uh, it's art house movies but we don't have like why isn't yeah why isn't journey called or gone home called an art house movie uh, an art house game i don't know yeah it's, we just don't do it and i think people just don't care as much because the money's rolling in and so yes, the money's rolling in yeah and so it i don't know but but i i definitely see what you're saying and, and right now it's at critical mass but look things tr- change trends yeah. change it's just like what i've yeah. noticed even in mobile, before 2D was hot, but now it's like 3D. Like you, like mm. I mean, sometimes just things. Like even before, you know, you we talked about Crossy Roads. Not that it has a cube style, that gave mm-hmm. it more potential because you know trends change, things change, so we don't know. Yeah. Right now, it's it's nice, but you never know. And yeah, obviously, like there there might be another thing that's coming up. Then yeah, that replaces you're getting. Games getting obsolete, basically. Yeah. I cannot imagine it, but it might happen. Well, look we, we at VR. Have, have you tried VR yet? or? No, I, I have, um, what is it called? Google Cardboard. I have okay. a Google Cardboard, and I think it's not that great, to be honest. Yeah, well, I tried um, I tried HTC Vive recently, mm-hmm. and I was like, good? wow. Yeah, it blew yeah, my I, mind. Because, I you heard, know, it's like, it's like have you seen that, Star yeah. Trek? Um, yeah. Like, where it's like the holodeck. Have you heard of the holodeck? Yeah. Well, when people said that these... VR devices were a holodeck 1.0. I was like, I kind of yeah. laughed. Yeah. Then I tried HTC Vive and I was like, wow, you know, yeah. I can totally see now how everyone could be in these VR. Cause why would you go outside and do, cause in the VR, if it feels completely real mm. and, and you, and it's like so magical mm. and it's so much cheaper than going outside and dealing with stuff and, you know, and it's just <laughs> as fun. Why would you go? Why would you do any of those other things? Because this is so, and it's and it's even more fun and more engaging. So, it was interesting to me, and it and and that could change a lot of stuff, you know. And yeah, it could, but it's still like that. I th- I think like even with um, we are like, but it's like with all the stuff. Like yeah. most of the time, we never kill like another medium. Never, never, never. No, kills you're right. One. You're right. But it, it offers of new opportunities. It yeah. offer and so look, I think part of success is that you have to get your game idea at the right time, out at the right time in the right place, I feel. It's true, and, yeah. And who knows if that's VR for some people some listeners. <laughs> and it might not be. It might still be mobile, it might be PC, it might, it might who knows? And but you have to consider it. And I think once again it's like it comes out of that are you gonna make your design decisions out of wisdom or out of convenience and sometimes convenience works for sure i'm sure that the most creative genius successes have come because you just 
it's out of creative constraints, right? Like, and, and, yeah. and, and you're just, you have to be creative. You force yourself because I know that when I have too much time or too much resources, sometimes bad <laughs> things happen. Yeah. Like you, it actually turns out worse. You fall me. back to, to known stuff. Yeah. If you, if you have everything you want, you, you always take what is risk free basically because yeah. taking, taking a risk is always more, um, stressful and more. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, it, the payoff might be bigger in the end, but it's more risky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so that's people, why the big companies don't do the, most of them didn't do the um, small stuff. Yeah. But now they are. And, and I think yeah, what no, happens is, is that indie developers, look, people will create the trends and then people will pick it up, just yeah. like even creative development. You know, before yeah. it was like, we need a huge AAA 300 person team. Yeah. Now even the smaller, the bigger studios realize that, you know what it's actually can be a small team at first, and then if it yeah. you know as we grow it we develop it. So, um, yeah. So I guess yeah. I know we kind of went on a huge detour. It was nice talking <laughs> about this stuff. Um, yeah. Are there any other things you want to discuss related to your game? <laughs> no, I think it's fine. I think um, yeah. I, if any um, people want to check it out, I would be really happy to have feedback for the game. Yeah. Like. Like I said, I'm I'm not sure about the controls yet, but um, the game feel overall I think is quite good once you get used to the controls. And um, yeah, if you want to download it, maybe go to just go to my homepage. I think it's the easiest way. There, you find all the links there and all the stuff you need. I will say it one more time: it's parttimeindie.com. Okay, yeah. great. And um, yeah, I guess what are your last thoughts on the controls? What are you going to do to fix that? What what are your I'm not quite sure yet. The, okay. the thing is that people, um, first of all, it's not well enough um, explained, I guess. I've, I thought it's um, the controls are easy enough to understand them, but um, when I watched some Let's Players, they did not what I expected them to do, and they took, like, especially one guy, took quite a long time to understand how I figured people would, like, I figured people would press the buttons and release them all the time, because, yeah. like, uh, if you if you start to boost, it's actually giving you a lot of speed. But he never released the button. It was crazy to me. He <laughs> he was always just running inside walls, and like it took him quite a long time to understand. And I think after that, he was so stressed out already that um, he was almost finished with the game. And once he started to really get the the game, he he then beat a level like in the first go, and then he stopped. He said, "That's I cannot top that anymore. I will <laughs> stop playing that game now." And yeah, so I I don't know. Like um, maybe it's also just because I don't see a lot of I don't have a lot of feedback. So I I yesterday I experimented around with um, making it easier to control. Yeah. But then the feeling changes. So I I just cannot say. Like like I said, I probably what I will probably do is I will maybe this or next week I will post a version that lets you choose different controls. And I will see. Maybe people will like that. I'm still hoping that people will do that and I will probably go on itch.io as well for that and maybe on TickSource I don't know like I also figured why not stream after our talk why not stream during a code I could just do that like it's not that hard I have open broadcaster to record already set up so I could just stream to I even have a Twitch channel already I tried it one time and then I stopped I don't know why I stopped what are you do you have a tutorial in your game or no um um, basically, the controls are so basic. I figured I don't need it. Yeah. So I I just have um, written um, the basically what pu- buttons you need to press. The left stick 
plus oh, okay. A will give you a boost, and that's the first level, and the first level basically just has... It's like the same as they did like in like Super Meat Boy or other games, where it's the controls are not that hard, and you they just explain what you need to do, and you are inside a level. The, the problem for me, though, is that since you are always falling... Um, uh, the first problem I had is that I didn't pause the game before the, in the first level, and so people are always falling and they are reading while falling, and that's not good. And like, I need to change that. So, so there's a lot of work still left to do. But you can play the first 19 levels, and the controls are not that hard. Like you, maybe like if you are familiar with games, I think you will quickly understand how it's working maybe it's not perfect from the feeling perspective but i think you get an idea where the game's going and i would be really happy to get feedback about that okay great um thanks again for your time and i appreciate i know i know this went longer than i even i expected (laughs) i appreciate the discussion and um um thanks again take care thanks bye have a nice day